Welcome to another episode of Parts Now Known. Iran is the topic this week. How far did you run, Ray? Huh? <laughs> Sorry. That's... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. I know. Uh, interesting episode. Liked it more than I thought I would. Didn't really remember anything about it too, too much, except for like the, the uh, journalism uh, guy and his wife did you what platform did you watch this on uh <laughs> the anti-trump platform okay so you use cnn then yeah no it was just like there was like a it was just the way they worded the trump disclaimer like i know that he pulled out of the deal it was just like he killed the deal okay see i yeah i was wondering if that was in there because i watched it through hbo and like yeah, there was disclaimers too, yeah. and i was like mm, those weren't there normally Right. It's like, yeah, in 2018, Trump pulled out of the deal. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Is everybody else seeing this? Because they kept showing in the corner, like, you know, 7 1, whatever the year was, you know, June 4th is when this was recorded. So I didn't know if I, like everybody else would see that or if it was just like an HBO thing. Because I've had disclaimers show up in previous episodes where I was like, uh. The first episode when I was, remember, or the first season I was doing, um, I just did it on Prime. And obviously, that came up too for us. Like you had something and I didn't Yeah, And obviously I'm not pro Trump, just FYI. I just thought it was funny. Like the way that they worded it. Um, it was a pretty, to get into that. I mean, it's a pretty interesting episode as far as all that's concerned, like just the geopolitical stuff and the food. I actually, I want to step on later, but uh, old Benny boy liked the episode a good bit. You know, I, I just thought it was like everything that show should be. Yeah. I don't think I gave it a ranking yet. So I'll have to do that on the fly <laughs> in real time. Welcome to my world. I mean, it's a weird episode kind of, cause it's like the way I understood it is basically there's two different groups of Iranians. There's the older generation who is super religious super loyal to like the Ayatollah and the way things were in Iran. They're still angry at the U S because of we basically got rid of the one leader, put our own guy in there so we could get the oil. Then they got rid of that guy. Then we gave Saddam maybe some mustard gas and sarin gas. And then uh, he used it on allegedly, allegedly. And then he used it on, the Iranians during their like eight year war. So they're still pretty upset about that. And so you have like that generation and then you have this younger generation where they're like, they just want to be able to listen to music. They want to like eat some KFC. Like they just want cool shit. Basically. Is that what you like? Did you get that vibe at all? Or am I like way off base? No, I definitely got that vibe. Um, well, it's just, I mean, how many countries are we going to go to <laughs> where it's like, hey, man, we help this guy. Um, turns out not the best guy to help. And then we have to go in and clean up the mess. You know, I don't, I can't, I know it's happened. What, Panama, Nicaragua? Um, just trying to think of all the countries where we back someone and then we have to go in. And it's probably not a good conversation for me to have because. This is not my area of expertise, <laughs> you know, like I'm just like throwing out random information. That's like 40% correct. 
I can't find my notebook. There it is. I took no notes in a notebook. I'm trying to think who else like we would have. Yeah, definitely Iraq. We did it. Um, kind of, I mean, Afghanistan to an extent back in like what the eighties, early nineties, I think it was the eighties because we were still in the cold war when the Afghanistan stuff was going on, but that was more like a proxy war, but you know, in a weird way, wasn't, wasn't Vietnam and Korea. Yeah. Vietnam, Korea. I mean, I'm sure there's a bunch of others that like were missing. It's always, it's always, you know, find a country that has a natural resource that needs to be exploited and we're there. <laughs> like, you know. I think you mean find communism that needs to be fought and we're there, right? I don't know if it's just most countries are all kind of similar. Like, I mean, we have the same kind of thing in America. Like you have an older generation that's super religious, usually on the right side of things. By right, I mean like Republican, not like right and wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, just want to cl- just want to clarify that. First. Oh. And then you have like a younger generation that's usually more, you know, democratic. Kind of going aside, but like Joe Rogan's always like, I don't understand why cities are democratic. It's like, well, because you're exposed exposed to more people of different races and ethnicities in a closer proximity. Like, it's not that hard to figure out, dude. Then when you when you live in the country, like you're spread out, and it's like this is my land. Where like when you're in a city, it's kind of like. Yeah, that's my little square next to that guy's little square. Like whatever. Yeah. I don't I don't understand why he can't figure that out, but maybe he just doesn't want to. Yeah, you're almost like forced to share things a little more. One of the things I picked up in, and it's very early on in the episode he mentions it, is just how nice everyone is. So I thought that was interesting. But it's almost like what you would expect, right? I mean, and all of this shit, it's not everybody in the country hates America. It's like the government, it's our governments are fighting. You know what I'm saying? Like if we, if there's some Iranian people like walking around here, I don't care. Same there. Like, yeah, whatever. Although the difference is like, you could not wear a hijab, you know? And like, but if I, like if a woman went over there and did that, it's like a big fucking problem. Like I, my favorite part of the episode, one of them was, uh, she's like, yeah, I mean, the police will come arrest you if you don't have a hijab on. But it's not like we live in fear of the police. And I'm like, yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what? You wore the wrong outfit. And I, I know it's more than an outfit. I get that. But it also, Jesus fucking Christ, can we even make a joke anymore? Like, that's the crazy. It's just like one that like, oh, we're not afraid. Like, come on, dude. If you can get arrested for something like that. I mean, that's just crazy. So there was this whole thing in the episode of like, it was weird. It was like. Hey, this place is really cool. The people are great. I guess I have to mention the government's kind of oppressive. And one of the guys we sat down and talked to for eight minutes got arrested and sent to jail for 544 days. But really, America needs to stop with the sanctions. Like it was just, it was kind of all over the place for me. Yeah. And I think that kind of is, I don't know if that attributes more to just the country at the time when they were filming this, like is still trying to figure out what it is. Like you definitely have a regime that's in power that, you know, once you're in power, you never really want to let power go. You know, everybody can say like, Oh, yeah. I want the betterment for the people. But then once you'll get taste, a lot, uh, a lot different when you're in that seat. But yeah, I mean, it was kind of like, you know, it was like they were blaming the sanctions as to why kind of like the economy collapsed, but you know, you're also making 
you know, enriching uranium, trying to make a nuclear weapon. Not like the world needs any more of those, but it, it is also a way to get kind of your seat at the table from a country, like government standpoint, like everybody who has a nuclear weapon is basically like one of the major powers, like across the globe. So that's kind of like the whole, like North Korea argument is like, yeah, if we want to be taken serious, like we need to get this nuclear weapon because then people actually have to listen to us versus dismissing and North Korea's got a litany of problems, obvious. But yeah, it's just they're kind of there's just so many different come on, Ray. Like how when have you not wanted to just tie your sibling up and shoot them with an anti-aircraft weapon? Like we've all been there. So if the guy leads the country and that's what he wants to do, like I'm not saying I support him, but I'm just saying I get it. You know what I mean? Well, there was one part, like part of it reminded me of uh, some of the times, like you see the footage going in through like, uh, like when they go to North Korea and they're only like showing what they're allowed to kind of see. Cause like they'd be filming stuff here in this episode. It's like, no, that's a military thing. You can't film that, turn that off and, and stuff like that. So it was like, there were certain parts of, you know, Tehran that the government didn't want them to be able to film for whatever the reason. And that's very similar to like North Korea is like, usually they only film in the capital city. You know, they put up all the, the orange stands and everything to make it look like it's this great place and stuff. Yeah. It's basically anywhere he's gone where it's kind of totalitarian China, parts of China, like anywhere parts of Russia. It's like, Hey man, either don't say that or don't film this. There's a part in the episode where it just gets to that point. Yeah. I wonder what level of like security detail you have with them. Yeah, I'm not sure because he did like, I don't know if this is just me like projecting, but there was like a one establishing shot where he's like walking through a park and he just looked so uncomfortable. And maybe it, there's like a million reasons, right? Like he's been doing this shit all day. He's like, I'm fucking over this. There's that part of it. Right. He's filming the shot the third time in a row because there was a, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So maybe it's not that at all. It just felt that way when you're watching it. And it's also like I'm famous and I'm having to walk in this public area. Yeah. You know, like, I don't know. Maybe that's it, too. But uh, I thought it was pretty interesting, too, how they broke down the history of it. And a little kid just told it to you, you know? Yeah, that was totally intentional just to kind of dumb it down. Yeah. I thought that was pretty funny. For people that might not get it. And then we just start. Then we just go. We go eat kebabs. And that's when's there ever a bad time for kebab? Yeah, the kebabs look good. Cello kebab. I think Silo Kebab was like the name of the place. Yeah. It's like brown lamb with spices. And they're just like, yeah, you want to try this one? You try that one. Then they also had like the Persian rice, the fluffy long grain seasoned with saffron. Then they also like mix butter in with it. Um, so that all looked really good. I thought that was interesting because that's like how growing up, how we would eat rice. It's like there would be butter on it. Just like, oh, they do that in Iran too. Uh, yeah, they don't do that in the north part of the country here. You guys don't even fucking eat rice up there, unless it's part of like a like a meal plan. Um, it's not like a staple. It's like, yeah, hey, give me some some fucking mashed potatoes. I don't, I don't know what accent that was. It was like New Jersey. No, but that's probably accurate. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely this potato country, Ohio, Iowa, New York. Yeah, potatoes. A lot more rice down there. Speaking of rice. I know you love some sake. Can't have any of that in Iran. So that kind of fucking blows. Whole country, you can't have a beer. Yeah, they were having like non-alcoholic beer at the end in the, the car thing. Did that look like LA to you? 
Uh, are you implying that like they shot that in LA or something? Or <laughs> that would be that would be hilarious because uh, there is a big uh, Persian community in uh, in Los Angeles. Yeah, but uh, no, it was just the way the way it was lit. Like it looked like something out of a um, who's the director that did Collateral? Oh, Michael Mann. Yeah, it looked like he shot it. And it was like you're on a hill and like you can see down into the city and the city's all lit up in the way that it's lit. I don't know. Just reminded me of a movie of Los Angeles. Not exactly like my personal experience with L.A. It's just like something you would see on the TV show or something. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure that was intentional probably to try and uh, make look make it look like America. Yeah, kind of, uh, you know, break all the barriers down and whatnot. But one one peach, non-alcoholic beer at a time. I don't know. I can't imagine non-alcoholic beer but i get it i mean it's part of their religion and everything so yeah let's just let's just get into the journalist okay let's do it so it's like jason uh, i can't even pronounce his like last name it's like winzian winzion something like that uh but apparently like him and his wife journalists and she's talking about how like women have a decent amount of rights compared to other middle eastern countries and then, except they can't watch soccer. Like, they're not allowed to do that, which is kind of weird. I don't really understand. What's the logic behind that? Is it just because, like, that's supposed to be, like, guy time or something? I don't yeah, know. I'm not. I feel like I've seen, like, a one of those, like, Tom Rinaldi pieces on it. But <laughs> I don't really remember what the the reasoning is other than it's, like, sometimes it's just, yeah, I think it might be as simple as that's guy time. But they kept showing the June 4th date in the top right corner throughout like the entire time that they were filming with him. And he's talking about how like he's half American, half Iranian, and then basically moves to Iran and has been there for a few years at that point. But then like six weeks after they filmed it, him and his wife get it detained by the police. He's convicted of espionage and like some other felonies, sentenced to prison. I think he was detained for 14 months before he was sentenced. And like his wife got out after like 14 months. And then he spends like another almost two years in jail after a little over a year of like secret negotiations to like get him out. And he's part of like prisoner swap. And then I think uh, towards the end, like they show like he met up with his like family in Germany. They flew once they did the prisoner swap, they flew him over to Ramstein. But yeah, I wonder. Like, this is why, like, some of the stuff we need, like, a follow-up. Because it's, like, they should follow up with that guy and be, like, so do you regret moving to Iran at all? Like, what was your experience? You know what I mean? Yeah. I would say short answer is probably going to be yeah. You know, if he had a yes or no. I'm sure it's way more complicated than that. And it's the way he answered the question about the alcohol, like, struck me as, like, he couldn't even say that he liked drinking alcohol. Like even to hide it, like you're in front of your parents or something. He's like, I, you know, certain type of beverages like that just, that stood out to me. Um, but yeah, you're like, oh, this is like some dude that, I mean, I would imagine he started working for the post and then got sent over there. Right. I'm right. just assuming. So yeah, of course he's like having burritos, drinking beers, doing all that. And then you go there, can't do that. But then you have like, you meet your wife. So that's cool. Yeah. I got the impression. See, I thought that they moved back together. Like he met her in America, but maybe I'm getting that wrong. Oh, 
that's the impression that I got, but maybe it was that he went over there on assignment and met her and stayed. I'm not sure. Yeah. I don't know either. They didn't, they didn't really, I don't feel like they really ex- explained it in great depth unless like I missed like a quick little thing, but um, yeah, I mean, he's lucky that like he wasn't killed because normally that's once you're detained, it's, you're never seen him again kind of thing in a lot of those countries. Yeah, that was, that is the crazy part. Um, yeah. So that was really interesting. I thought the food was interesting too. And there weren't, and they talk about this, that there's not like a big restaurant culture there, but like all these, and I know they're part of it is like their tradition of like your guest is coming and it's like, okay, they're coming with cameras. So like all of these meals that they go to at houses are ridiculous holiday feast for us. Yeah, exactly. And it was so awesome. Um, I don't even know. Like, I know we, we're going to have a question, like, what's the food you would want to try? There was like 40 things that I was like, I want to try that. Cause that's, if there was one thing that I, that left, that I was left with, with this episode is like, I'm probably not going to go there. No, not after, not after the guy who's part Iranian got detained. And granted that was like six, seven years ago, but still like, I'm not part Iranian. So sorry, not happening. Yeah. But like all the food looked amazing. You know, there's so much awesome food. The thing is, I guess, like all the recipes are like handed down through generation, you know, family generation to generation, but they're everything like they make is too, it it requires too many ingredients and it's too time consuming. So you can't make a, like you can't use it in a restaurant. So that's why it's, you have, it's only cooked at home. Oh, okay. Because basically like the woman like probably doesn't work stays at home kind of thing and then that's why like they're cooking all these recipes are you trying to get us banned for hate speech like what are you doing no i'm just i'm talking about iranian culture man okay i just want to let you know i don't endorse ray's views that women should be in the kitchen. that's not a view that's <laughs> what's going no, on. no 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 you're right you're right you're right um but and that's changing too because the younger woman is like now i'm not expected to do this yeah or like i don't want to cook or i want to be a doctor or whatever yeah like i do one i do one appetizer i do one main course one dessert instead of like two three two or whatever the the formation was you know so basically the best food that you can have is always going to be in somebody's home so you have to be like invited to somebody's home to kind of have like the best food experience essentially which is really unique the only other i think there's like probably parts of mexico that are like that like Oaxaca. Um, I wonder where, like, there's probably some other South American countries that might be like that, but I don't know. They're all pretty meat heavy down further you get South and South America. I, f- I feel like there's only a couple countries where like the recipes are going to be so detailed that like you can't make a restaurant out of it. Yeah. Cause China has restaurant. I, I'm thinking of all these places he goes and I'm trying to think of another place where they don't really have restaurants. It's a kind of a short list, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, so some of the food that they had, I know I have it written down. So there was like slow cooked lamb in yogurt, uh, sour cherry rice. There was some meatballs, rice mixed with yogurt and saffron, then baked into a crispy dough. Oh yeah. Ground beef and onion with the cooked rice, boiled egg, dried apricots. 
that was kind of like he had like that big family um when that i think it was like the one maybe the oldest daughter was kind of translating for her parents but her parents kind of knew some english was that where they had the chef was it those people uh it was towards the end of the episode yeah yeah so they had like they were rich they had the family chef and they own the art gallery i was like oh you guys are balling you know what i mean they never really said that but it's like what you got a chef and a butler now i don't know if it's that thing if like we're in a different country it's easier to have a butler but still i think it's yeah i don't know maybe i'm thinking of sandals resort you know i don't know you can get a butler at sandals you can get a butler at sandals jamaica yeah I don't know, i've never been to a sandals resort never been but i did plan a vacation but we can go into that some other time know <laughs> <laughs> about all the options ray Let's see uh yeah, they cover the Ayatollah, Islamic Revolution, sanctions, all that stuff. The Ayatollah shrine scene, like that was kind of weird. I mean, I get it, it's but it's you know, it's basically like a national holiday on the day of his death. But it's gotta be weird because then it's like you're filming and it's like they're just chanting like death to America, death to Israel. You know, it goes back to the beginning of, of our episode here, it's just it's all over the place. Like you have this part of the population that still like wants death to Israel. Yeah. No. And I think that maybe that's what you're supposed to feel after you watch it is like conflicted and confused because there is no easy answer. And I guess that's, they accomplished that for sure. Um, it was just weird watching it because you're like, okay, I got to figure it out. Oh no, I don't. The Royal mosque, which is like the super big, like it's, I guess the second largest in the world. And then there's dudes just gathering under this bridge to like sing. What was that? I didn't understand that. I guess that's just, you know, what you're not like supposed to do that, I guess. But it's kind of, it seems like that's the area that we're like, you're not supposed to do this, but we're not going to police this area kind of thing. But then they were getting a lot of weird looks like when they were filming. And then eventually it was like, yeah, you, you can't film this. Like you have to leave. Cause I think it's, it's, you know, as soon as that like airs, if, anybody from the Iranian government watches it, they're going to be like doing some facial recognition stuff and like probably gaining those people. Yeah. It was just, that was just weird. I don't know. Look, maybe I'm different. I, and I haven't been oppressed hard enough, but like the level, the, the level of boredom that I would have to achieve to be like, Hey, fuck it. I'm going to meet up under this bridge and let's listen to people do the theme song from Halo. <laughs> like, <laughs> and, to, and like, I, I don't know, man. I mean, it was just, that was bizarre to me. And all I could think about was like, I guess if like you can't openly do anything, you can't have any views that are different, you know, in society. That's one thing they kind of skirted around, but it's like, Hey, yeah, you can't really look different. You can't, express yourself the way you want to um i guess that's what you have to do you have to go hide under a bridge yeah you also can't really be like seen having fun are they blatantly anti-gay am i am i remembering this wrong no i'm pretty sure that's right is that well that i mean that's a lot of middle east countries because there's always like a you know secret like meetup and always kind of keep it under wraps type thing but yeah, like you can't be, you know, seen seen like having fun and stuff like that. Like there there's one 
part that they showed and it was like people exercising, like they were playing like volleyball and tennis and stuff, but they were in like dress clothes, like they were in clothes that we would wear to like an office job. It's weird to see that. Like it makes sense, but it's just kind of like shocking, I guess, to kind of see you're like, Oh, okay. Got that, that suit on to play tennis, man. They go to that Bobak play here. He meets up with that guy, Bobak and they stand in line for the, for the bread on pebble stones and then they have like that turkey milk sugar and cinnamon yogurt oatmeal thing yeah how do we feel about that the turkey was a weird i didn't get where that fit in just protein i guess but like why the sugar why the sugar then at the end i'm sure it's delicious yeah i mean if you're dumping cinnamon and sugar into anything usually i mean it's gonna make it better the bread though how do you feel about the bread the bread looked good but yeah. It was also huge. Like, I mean, they're using like two hands to carry it. Like it's a two by four. Yeah. Like it was a weird, I just couldn't get a feel for what it was like. You know, it was like P to E, but also like, like non. Cause when they threw it on the rocks, it was, it was still like kind of liquidy when it made its way to the rocks in the oven. And there's holes in it. I don't know. It was bizarre. Yeah, it's me. like finger holes. Yeah. I don't know if it's, that's a, to help it cook i'm assuming but it, it it looked good but i have no idea like is it something that you would eat and be like i just need some salt or you got some butter or something you know what i mean yeah probably uh they go to that like hundred year old shop uh which is like the biryani so it's i guess there, there's versions of that made in india and pakistan but i guess like the original version of biryani is from iran so it's like minced lamb shoulder onion, turmeric, cinnamon, mint, and saffron, saffron, uh, which is basically, and I was right, that's, they're like the biggest producer of saffron. It's like more valuable than gold by weight. Yeah, I did hear the, the stat on the gold. Don't act like you pulled that. That's from the episode. Uh, on, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Yeah, I'm not saying, but I knew, but I knew it was like the most, uh, saffron super expensive and like Iran is the major producer. I think it's like, it's something ridiculous, like 90% Jesus. more is like comes from Iran. Maybe we should stop with those sanctions. They're hurting the paella industry in America. Yeah, Jesus, dude. Ironbound district is suffering. Um, what was I thinking of? Oh, I just, I feel like anytime mint is in something like that, like I want it. Like they mixed that mint in and I was just like, yeah, dude, give it to me. You know, like lamb and mint just go together. I saw your face. Well, I saw your face when I said that. There's a lot of judgment on Ray's face. I could feel it over. Well, Zoom. I have a question. Go ahead. Is I feel like mint is a more common ingredient in Southern food. Is that correct? Other than other than mint juleps, I can't really think of anything. Okay. I don't know. I just I feel like it it comes up more in Southern recipes. Where like in the northern part of the country, it's always dessert. Like you, you'll have like mint ice cream and like, you know, you could put it in some cocktails, but I think it's the same down South too. Is it? Okay. I don't know. I just, yeah. I think the only time it, I really see it like in meat like that is like Mediterranean and Middle Eastern. Too. Okay. Yeah. I think maybe I don't know that. Like maybe you could like talk to Sean Brock and he'd be like, yeah, dude, blah, 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 <laughs> blah. I give you like 50, or 5,000 uh, examples of something like that, but I can't. What, how did you feel about, so like they went to, I think it was maybe like the first house that they went to. Cause he went to 
like a smaller kind of house and um they had like potato chickpeas water lamb kind of like all cooked together and then they added some fat and then they had also it was like a stew of fried chicken ground onion walnuts tomato paste and pomegranates and then tadike which is like crispy rice at the bottom do you remember that scene it was like one of the first it was after it was after they did um, that interview with uh, Jason, like the scene after that. Yeah, I think so. I think there was only two, right? There's only two house meals, I think. See, I'm getting my house. Can you just watch this? Yeah, but it doesn't take much for me, you know, get, get confused. Like for me, like the no alcohol was big, you know, like getting arrested for not wearing a hijab. I was really, really locked in on that. I was like, oh, take a note, take a note. The people that, listen would just be amazed at how stupid i am or maybe not maybe i've proven myself episode after episode to be the worst note taker like oh is that something relevant don't take that take the irrelevant thing and run with it yeah but i get all, i usually get all the relevant shit so it's fine but i think i remember that meal give me another give me another dish out of there i mean well that was all of them um i just repeat one i mean i think You'll unlock something. Do a fried chicken, ground onion, walnuts, tomato paste, pomegranates. Pomegranates is a unique. Yeah, I remember the walnut. I remember the walnut there. going in there now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the only other uh, food thing I think I have, unless I missed something, was the uh, Iranian takeout pizza. It comes with ketchup. Is at the end? Oh, I was saving that for the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why does it come with ketchup? So question... That's... So... I... Does that mean there's no sauce on it? And you just dip it in ketchup? Because that's like... Uh, I kind of get that. So then it's cheesy bread with like... Instead of having marinara on the side, you have ketchup? I think so. But let's give them some credit, right? What it is, a deconstructed calzone with ketchup dippings. Ketchup dipping sauce. Um, so yeah, I couldn't figure that out. It's, but I, I couldn't help but be repulsed. And maybe it's good, but I'm not a big ketchup guy, really. I like ketchup, but I don't know. I don't like it like that. Well, and then also, is what is their definition of ketchup? Oh, that's a good point. Like that's that's kind of where I was going. Like, is there? If ketchup it was like a like, yeah, if there's a little something to it, I'm with you. Is it like? Is it like a marinara sauce? Is it more like a half and half? No, you saw it. It was ketchup. You saw it. Is it, it like a half and half between like barbecue sauce and ketchup? Like to us, you know what I mean? To America? Yeah. I don't know. The guy's like, I love ketchup. I'm like, all right. But that ain't pizza, brother. No, that really didn't look like pizza. Uh, the sandstorm when he's at the top of the tower. That looks so fucking cool. Did that not look so cool? Yeah, I, don't, I mean, I wasn't, I don't know. I, I was, they were like all like freaking out. It's like, yeah, it's a little trash can that wasn't nailed down outside that's flying around. Like, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah, I feel like they over, over dramatized that part. Yeah. Maybe because the cameras were there and they didn't want to get in trouble. You know what I mean? Like, all right, we got to evacuate. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't want to be outside during a sandstorm. I get that. But to like, I just, okay, there's high wind and stuff is blowing. Like, all right. Yeah, so what? You ever been in a thunderstorm? Like, Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm downplaying. Maybe I'm downplaying. A, uh, like, I'm going to look up sandstorm. What was it, June? 
Yeah, Sandstorm, June 4th, 2014. He was at the Malad Tower, which is 1,000 feet in the air, symbol of national pride. Basically, it kind of looks like a... Total rip off of the Space Needle. I was going to say, it looks a lot like the Space Needle. Sandstorm, Tehran, 2014. Okay. Um, So, Ben was shitting on sandstorms once again. Apparently, there were some deaths. Five men were killed. 30 people were injured. In that particular one. Yeah. And there were one minute sustained winds of 75 miles an hour. Is that a cat one hurricane for us? Funny you should say that. I don't know. Let's look at the, now we're going to look up category of hurricanes. Yeah. The wind speed. Cause I feel like it's get to a cat one. It's like, it's below a hundred, I think. Yep. 75 to 95. Okay. So it's basically a cat one hurricane is the equivalent of that sandstorm then. So, so yeah. All right. <laughs> a little bit more serious than we thought. Very, a very weak. I mean, we're, we're almost getting into tropical storm territory. So yeah, maybe that just didn't translate, translate well to, to television. All right. Wrapping up kind of, I guess. I think the, I mean, the only reason he got to do this episode is because of the journalism credential of CNN, right? Yeah, I definitely think so. And it was awesome. Like, it was a great episode. I mean, obviously you're like tiptoeing on landmines, like talking about it, but it's, it was a great, like 40, what is it? 43 minutes or whatever of television. Yeah. It's usually like 40, 45, somewhere in there. And like I said, I mean, it was just, it was a good mix of like politics, food, and then the actual people that are dealing with all of it. You know, it's, I think that's, that's what the show's supposed to be. What do you think? The best, we'll, we'll merge two categories here because I had this written down. Either the best oil themed movie or like the best I, Iranian movie. The only Iranian movie I could even think of was Argo. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just loving this category. Uh, I was not, I just want everyone, I was not fucking prepared for this. All right. Here's what I've written, written down for oil drilling movies. You have There Will Be Blood. Okay. Armageddon, loosely. Okay. I mean, oil drilling's a major theme. Yeah, no, it still counts. Deepwater Horizon. Never seen it. You never, never seen, seen uh, Wait, you never saw There Will Be Blood or Armageddon or... I've seen There Will Be Blood. I drink your milkshake. Like, yeah. everyone's seen that. Uh, or actually, they probably haven't. I bet way more people have seen Armageddon. Uh, but I, I just didn't see... I saw part of it. That shit's on FX, like, every other month. I just never, I would, I never looked at it and went, I got to fucking see that. I don't know why. Um, what was the other one? Deepwater Horizon? Yeah. That Mark Wahlberg? Yeah. No, I didn't see that. You know why? It's not interesting to me. Well, blows up. So what? I know. I'm just, I'm just, that's, I don't that's, want, I like, mean, I don't like that's that. That's the marketing like, for it, probably. Is give me Sicario. Watching oil I'm so <laughs> boring. Like, I have like a, such a, a narrow lane of movie I like. No, nah, I mean, there's a lot of garbage movies. Like, I was scrolling through some of the app, like the streaming apps, and I'm just like, uh, how did this get made? And it's like five years old. And I'm just like, who greenlit this? Like, who's laundering money through the studio in order to, like, give this movie an $80 million budget? <laughs> it's terrible. Yeah, dude, it's it's uh, it's pretty bad. And with me, like, being laid up, I, there, I had a, about a five-minute breakdown last night. Not like I wasn't you know, crying or anything, but I was just like, what the fuck? 
Like there's just no TV show. There's just nothing to watch. I'm out of stuff on YouTube. I've gone down that rabbit hole where I'm watching podcasts and I'm still out of shit. And then I can't even watch Joe Rogan anymore because they can't get their shit together. You can watch it on Amazon Fire Stick, but you have a Roku, right? This motherfucker. This mother. Yeah, yeah, you're right. They just fixed it, but but he hasn't had anybody good on recently. He had Marcus Luttrell. That was kind of cool. But then, like, I've... you do love that movie, though. What Lone Survivor? Yeah, it's okay. It's not as you know. I liked it before I saw Sicario. Okay, I feel like yeah, all right. So you used to be all about that movie oh yeah i mean if it came on i'd still watch it i just think there's better movies in that genre that have come out more recently you know you're more of the what's the clint eastwood one bradley cooper the sniper isn't just american sniper is that the name of it yeah i didn't like that one so much i didn't really like that movie either hey clint stop doing everything in one shot you can do two three shots sometimes might help are there any other oil movies what would you choose then I couldn't. I was trying to think, like, if there were any others, and I can't. Wait, this is like real sneaky. But um, oh my god, I, it's Ben Foster and. Oh, I was just going there. Hell or high water. Yeah, that's Loose. technically lo- like we're really pulling, we're really grasping at straws with that one. Yeah. But do we let it in because it's all about that? Yeah, Jeff Bridges kind of ruins that movie, though. I think Jeff Bridges makes it. Him and the uh, no. the Native American guy get shot in the head. Oh, sorry. Spoiler alert. It's been out for a while. No, it's just really, I don't know. It's kind of hard to believe like Jeff Bridges being like this badass sheriff when he's like, can barely understand him. He can barely walk. I don't know. I think that's perfect. Jeff Bridges. I mean, he's like an old, you know, just old Texas Ranger. I don't know. I feel like he was just like hamming it up a little too much or something. It was the mouth. It was his mouth that bothered you, right? Probably. There's a lot of mouth stuff going on there. I would have liked to have seen like, I don't I don't know who I would like to have seen in that role, but just. See, that's just funny to me because to me, that's what that makes part of the movie for me. But you, you have like, we are able to tolerate very different things. Like I can tolerate the guy from somebody feed Phil. You can't like you look at that guy. You're like, I know there's other issues you have with the show. Yeah, I can't. But still, but it's still the guy. Like you're like, fuck this guy. Going to every single place that Bourdain ever went, basically. What's? I mean, that's fine. Like, bro, find somewhere else to go that he hasn't been. Like, that's so hard, though. No, nah, I mean it's not that hard. Yeah, but it's like, what is he not going to go to Venice? Tee-hee. That guy just sounded like him. you like that. My Phil impression. <laughs> I don't know. It's just so like those episodes like just drag for me. Yeah, they don't for me, but I get it. That's that's all I'm trying to say. So all right, so we got Hell or High Water, Deep Water, everything's got water, Deep Water Horizon, Armageddon, or Drink Your Milkshake. Um that one is a good movie, but I don't want to sit down and watch that one again. It's been a I I don't I've probably only seen that like two or three times. It's just so Daniel Day Lewis, you know. It's like, uh, this is yeah. four fucking hours already. I don't you think it's that long, but yeah, it, it, it's, the pacing is not, yeah, yeah. Um, so really good, but it's like it's almost like yeah, I made it through that. I don't want to do it again. It's like you visit somewhere and you're like, I'm glad. I, There's got to be other like 
oil movies. We're just not thinking. Of, oh, jar, eh, Jarhead doesn't count, right? They just light the oil fields on fire. Yeah, no, that's that's no. I would so far. I'm sitting on hell or high water. Yeah, I mean that's definitely the best out of them. Um, oh, all right. So I did a Google here. Syriana. Oh fuck! But I haven't seen that in forever. I feel like I liked it though. It's okay if I remember correctly. Uh, Promised Land with uh, that's more about fracking though. Not really about oil drilling. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of B movies on here. There's a movie called Crude Impact. <laughs> oh my god. That's probably on Netflix right now. I don't know. Maybe Netflix is just off the rails with the shitty stuff that they keep putting on there. Yeah. The suggested for you. There's not a whole lot. Like, I can't believe nobody's made just like a really legit oil movie. You know, think about what you just said. Is there a market for that? Like a legit oil movie. Oh yeah. Come on. This is red country, bro. I think, I think the amount of oil movies is right where it needs to be. If you did it, if you did like a character driven one, that's really all it came up with, though. I thought there was going to be one we were missing that's like really not really, man. Interesting. So, yeah, I go hell or high water. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably go there too, despite Jeff Bridges. What about the Beverly Hillbillies? Does that count? I don't think I've ever seen that. That's, that's about all they strike it rich and then they move to Beverly Hills. I mean, I, I, I understand the premise, but I don't think I've ever actually seen it. All right. Yeah, I think I think all our water is slightly better, just slightly. I think that's kind of all I got, really. We kind of covered everything. No foreign investment for eight years due to sanctions. Seventy percent of the population's under thirty-five. Roving religious military militia. Yeah, that's that's kind of all I got. Your notes. I don't know if you have any. Uh, not really. I feel like this is gonna be a short episode. There's. I don't know. It's one of those episodes where like it's good, but not exactly a whole lot to talk about, you know? Yeah. No, it's like you just need to watch it. Yeah. Cause it's I I feel like we almost have more to talk about on the ones we hate. And that not even yeah, hate. That's probably true. But like dislike. Yeah. Dude, no, I that's probably accurate. I'm putting this pretty high. Uh, I gotta look at the rankings because I don't know what I have. Where? You got Thailand, Congo. God, you're such a nerd. Quebec. All right. Would you go there? No. No. Maybe with Tim Kennedy or something. I can't get the good food at a restaurant. Like, that's the other problem. Yeah. I didn't even think of that. That's so much more practical than what I was thinking. Best or one thing learned is just like the best food is in the home. It's too time consuming to make like the legit recipes for a restaurant. Um, Best scene? I don't know. I didn't really. It's the bridge. It's the the singing bridge for me. The car scene was kind of cool, like you said. Yeah, actually, I like that the best. Where they order the pizza and it's like fun. Yeah. Best quote? Ooh. It's confusing. It pretty accurately describes most of the episode. I loved when they're they're having dinner. And the guy was talking about where he goes, we're not the axis of evil. We're just normal evil like everyone else. Oh, yeah, that was pretty good. I was trying to remember that line we were talking about and I couldn't. Yeah, that's like I was like, OK, that's pretty fucking great. It's so fucking true. Well, 
Eh. Eh, I don't know. Maybe not so fucking true. I mean, the Iranian government, come on. They do some not so cool things, but I think his point was still really funny. Uh, no guest host. Food you'd want to try? I put the sour cherry rice. Yeah, doesn't that sound good? I just want to know what 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 does that taste like? Like how sour are we talking? And I want that bread just to know, just to know, yeah, what that tastes like. And then ranking, where did you rank it? Why do I have Detroit so high? You can go first because Detroit's a great episode, actually. I think I've got it. Like my new number five. Whoa. Yeah. Really? Maybe I'm a prisoner of the moment. And you could re-rank everything in two weeks anyway. Yeah. Yeah, you're totally a prisoner of the moment. Fuck, I did like Leon. <laughs> See, I'm going through it like I didn't like it more than the Peru episode. Now I get into like Shanghai, New Mexico, Myanmar. I'm like I think it's my new number nine. Oh, you want to change it to nine already? Yeah. That's that's the separation for me. Number nine. I think I'm gonna put it at like so I'm struggling because I'm like, is it better than Myanmar or no? I don't think so. Yeah, I like it better than Koreatown. I don't know. I think so. I think I'm putting it at like, I think I'm putting it at 19 above Paraguay. 19? Wow, I it was so much higher. It seems low, but then I'm going through and I'm going like just it versus like, I didn't like it better than Myanmar. I like that Myanmar episode better. I like the Koreatown episode better. The Brazil episode, I think I like that better master shredder <laughs> yeah that's hard to top man but like paraguay was kind of like yeah it was interesting whatever but where do i have that brazil episode 19 shit i think i just didn't like copenhagen and i think it's too far up and then like was that more fun than the tanzania episode i don't know i think i'm fine with where i've got it and then yeah maybe i'll have to go right. back and rewatch everything or something yeah. there you go this weekend, Ben goes on a 20-some episode, Parts Unknown, binge. Got nothing else to do. I, there's jack shit to watch, dude. Can't go get my vaccine, so, you know. I got tried, my first shot. Tried looking that up. They were like, tough shit, dude. Well, your problem is you can't drive. No, my problem is I couldn't find an appointment. Really? Yeah. Because they opened it up, they open it up to everybody now, and so everybody can go get it, and that's the problem. I went to Dayton for mine. It's only an hour drive. Yeah, I yeah. If I could, I would do something like that. I think. But what are you going to do? Get it? Though. Yeah, I'm not worried about it. I mean, it's, I'll get it when I can. Yeah, once you're able to drive, then you can just look up appointment. Because like Katie went to Springfield and got hers. Because we went before like the 29th, which is technically when you're supposed to be able to go if you're under 40 or whatever. Basically, if you go through like the CVS, like I did CVS, I think she might have done Walgreens. But when you do like the pre-screening like questionnaire, like you basically just put your birthday to make it like, like for me, I did, um, I did it. So like they asked your age. And so I typed in 42. So I bypass the thing and then you just change your age or your birthday back once you get to the part where you're actually booking the thing but that way if anybody asks like well you're not eligible it's like well oh, i must have fat fingered like the keyboard like plausible deniability instead of 32 42 you know what i mean um but nobody asked like 
got everybody's super nice and the guy was just like yeah oh you're here okay yeah, that's awesome it'd be like 10 minutes and then yeah and it's one of the little um at least what i had the the needle it's basically like almost like a click pen and they just kind of that was it it's not like the vaccines like when we were kids where they're like hold on let me like pull it out of the vial and like i'm gonna jam this five inch needle into your arm yeah but like the arm was sore for like a day about like noon following day it kind of went away no symptoms but get any new new channels on your tv (laughs) no new channels no chip as far as i know already chipped up with a cell phone yeah that's what's funny about that whole thing it's like dude they already have all the information they need shut it no yeah i mean it's yeah they try to do all that stuff don't they but yeah otherwise that is how you get the vaccine i did uh listen to i haven't finished it yet but i did listen to part of your interview uh with the guy from the restaurant in johnstown pretty interesting stuff yeah, we went there uh, this past weekend, Sunday, tried the burger. The burger's good. It's a good burger. You talk to your boy? You guys like boys now? Or? No, he was, uh, I think he was on vacation. I think he was on spring break actually this week um, with his kids. Because uh, he, he, yeah, he probably No, does. but actually we ran into a couple of people from, uh, we were just finishing up and they were just sitting down from Chapman's. So BJ Lieberman and, and Matt Larkin, um, they were eating there with their significant others so we ran into them briefly but no i mean that place you know busy it's good the burger's good i was trying to figure out maybe one day down the road i'll do this but like columbus is such a burger town i was trying to figure out like who has the best burger oh can i be a part of that yeah i mean we need you to be able to walk again uh, yeah <laughs> okay low blow but like the thought so far is what I've come up with is like, you'd have, have to split it in two categories. So you have to have like chain, like fast food chain on one side. And then you'd have to have like, you know, your local chef owned restaurant on the other, but I was trying to figure out like, you know, you can't really go signature burger at each place because that doesn't so be, different. Right. So you kind of almost have to do like cheeseburger, ketchup, mustard, pickle, no lettuce, no tomato. Like you kind of have to make it like really basic. Yeah. And compare off of that. Cause like there's some places like the burger in Johnstown at Ghost Rider, like they don't put lettuce and tomato or any or onion or anything on it. It's basically cheese and pickle. I think that's how burgers should be. And in my opinion, like I don't I don't think the lettuce and tomato adds anything. I think it detracts a lot of the time. I don't mind it, but yeah, I don't know. So I think you'd have to do that. But yeah, I've been thinking about that. Like how you could do figure out who has the best burger. Cause I mean, you have a lot of places like most every restaurant has a burger. See, like then you couldn't even do the galley boy. Like you couldn't do the galley boy at Swinson's. Like you just have to do, that would be like a weird equalizer. And I guess would give you the best idea of like, who's making the best burger. Yeah. Like the problem with like North stars burger usually is they put way too much shredded lettuce on it. So you'd have to somehow get them to like, not put that on there. Yeah. You could just order it however. Yeah. Yeah, we'd have to figure out with like the standard. T- I think it would be like mustard, mayonnaise, pickles. Yeah. I think that's it. I don't even know if you could do mayo. It might have to be ketchup, mustard, cheese, pickles. Oof. You're killing me. You have to make it pretty basic, I feel like, to get the to figure out who does. 
see, this is when you need to reach out to all those chefs from all the past episodes you've done to be like, what should our criteria be? Like what, you know, we need an expert opinion to like formulate the, the standard. Cause like with pizza, it would just be a cheese slice or would it be pepperoni? Could be cheese. I mean, you could do either one pretty much everybody yeah. has both those, but like on the fat, like on the fast food side of the burger things, like you could probably do signature just because it's fast food. Yeah. Cause like the Shake Shack burger is going to be way different from like a five guys, but so what? Yeah. Cause like at that point it's, it's, you're almost like there's so many locations across the U S you're trying to find out like who has the best signature burger really, because you're not like when you go to a fast food place, rarely do you, are you like, yeah, can I get, you know, the number one, but could you leave off these five ingredients? You know what I mean? Yeah. You just suck it up and you're like, yeah, that's what's on there. Whatever. I'll eat it. I don't care. So I don't know. Something to play around with in the future. But yeah, man, you got to, we need you walking again. You got, you need help eating. Getting there. Some, you need some, <laughs> we need help eating some of the food that we keep ordering. Yeah. Um, well, I'm at uh, 40 degrees right now. So should be 90 in two weeks. And then I don't know when I'll be able, I don't know. It's going to be a while before I'm out there without a brace on, but you know, we'll see. We'll get there. Tom Segura can do it. I can too. Yeah. You just have way less money. Yeah. <laughs> much, much less. Uh, what, what else is going on? So next episode will be the Massachusetts episode. First half is fun. Second half is depressing because it's all about heroin. Uh, so I will see. Uh, other things going on. So yeah, just ate at Ghostwriter again. Uh, so new photos break down up on the website. Uh, new stuff from Pistachio Vera that we got is up there. Dan the Baker got a couple things that are new up there too. I'm trying to think what else. Chefs and guests feed. Uh, that's I still got to edit like four <laughs> interviews that I did. I hate editing audio. It fucking sucks. It's not even like editing. Like you're not like cutting out anything that anybody said. It's just you're making when you do these remotely. If two people talk at the same time, like you have to just kind of split those parts and like spread it out so you can hear what each person's saying. You know, it's so it's just like tedious. Like you're just moving like stuff like two inches to the left or right and shit like that. Just making sure it doesn't sound terrible. Um, so yeah, I got like four of those I got to do. I think, I don't know exactly who the next one's going to be. The next one will either be Matt Larkin who helped do the Vietnam menu at Chapman's or it'll be uh, Garrett Talmadge. Who's was it Nada here in Columbus and is now um, the chef over at uh, Gala park, which is a new restaurant that's going to open the short North. It'll be one of those two. And then um, after that, it'll be a couple of out-of-towners. One from Canada and one from Nashville. So those will be coming out, working on scheduling some other stuff. Uh, but yeah, I think that's it for the episode. I think that's all the updates. Just keep an eye on the website. It's always new shit going up. I can't remember half of it. But um, yeah, appreciate everybody listening. That's it. 
Talk to you guys next week. Bye now. <laughs>